Hashtag I date money. Hey, 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 Lisa Denon here. Hashtag I date money. Don't you just love the beginning? That Crystal Lily is so talented. So today we are talking about leveraging debt. I used to hate debt. I literally had a lead magnet that says, I hate debt. Did a whole workshop on everything. And then I thought, I don't hate debt. Debt served me so much in my lifetime. And it actually helped me get to where I am today. I used to hate debt because it was awful. It it was glooming over my head. At 22, uh, 22, 23, in my 20s, I filed for bankruptcy. Back then, in the early 90s, I had over $32,000 worth of debt, not including my car loan. I needed my car. My car was for transportation. It covered the four walls, right? So I knew the importance of keeping my car. However, all the other debt was overwhelming. And I was just like, I could not see a way out. I contacted a credit counseling agency. They wanted to charge me like $250 a month to organize my debt, contact the creditors, um, put them on hold, see if they can negotiate payments. And then they would take my paycheck and they would pay off you know, my bills, and then they would deposit a small allowance for me to buy food for gas and things like that. I said, well, how is that going to help me? That doesn't make any sense. And when I looked at my paycheck, I didn't see an extra $250 in there for them to do what they wanted to do. And I couldn't figure out how this was going to work. So I said, no, you know what? I'm going to figure this out on my own. So I became a financial coach. I started taking classes and studying and I I subscribed to Susie Orsman's um, book, read all of her books, went to the library and and got all the things I could. And, you know, the internet wasn't really um, there available. It was there, but it wasn't like it is now, like Google and Yahoo and all those things were just coming out, right? So then I would start searching for things like, okay, how can I be a good steward of my money? And I really got into the parable of um, the three talents from scripture. And all I could think about was, you know, money is the root of all evil. A fool and their money are soon parted. And I thought, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to be a fool. I want to be wise. And I saw my family and I saw what they were doing. And debt wasn't really a thing in my family. They always had cash, you know, cash was king. So they didn't really use credit cards or anything. They would always have cash. So I was like, okay, so I need to save money to buy things. But then I would save and I would, it would be gone. It would be spent. So in my 20s, my friend, I, my son needed clothes. And she's like, oh, you know, I used to do layaway. And she was like, oh, you can get a store credit card. And it's really easy to apply. And then you don't have to wait for the layaway. And you could just pay it off. When the bill comes, you'll have 30 days. And I'm like, well, I think my layaways lasted longer, but all right. And, you know, so I did. I went to JCPenney and I got my first credit card and the bill came. I paid it off. No big deal. But then I was like, I would go out, you know, to the nightclub and stuff. And I like had no clothes. Like I was going to the same nightclub and I was wearing the same things over and over again. I'm like, oh, well, I'm just going to pick up a few things for myself. Well, the few things for myself turned out to be a lot of money at that time. And I couldn't pay the credit card off when it came because of course an emergency happened and I didn't have a savings account, right? So I started earning interest, 24.9% interest. And before I knew it, I started getting other 
credit card, store credit cards. And then a MasterCard came. And then I started using a MasterCard. And 24% interest on all of your purchases and all these different stores, that's a lot of money. I started looking at like the minimum amount due and then how much was owed. And I was like, dang, even if I went and shopped on the clearance racks, I'm paying more for these clothes than what I originally did just because I can't pay it off. How do I get out of it? Well, I tried to create a snowball plan and it didn't work. I picked up a second job. I always worked two jobs and I'm like, I just don't have enough money to do this. I need more money. You know, and then of course, as my son was growing, those expenses increased and I needed, I needed to leverage my debt to help me maintain the things that I thought I needed, but truly wanted, right? Because there was plenty of it, but I was mismanaging my money. So when I filed for bankruptcy with $32,000 worth of debt, reaffirming on my vehicle, I was so embarrassed. I was just like, how do I work as a paralegal? doing this for people and then end up in the same spot. But at the same time, I was proud of myself for reaffirming my car loan and I was able to keep my car and not have to worry about it. But I also knew for seven years, I was going to have a mark on my record because of credit. Well, at this time I had gotten married and um, my husband had bought a house. He bought the house before we had gotten married. So when we got married, he decided to put my name on the deed. Well, all of a sudden, all these credit card offers came in because all of a sudden, you know, it was probably like six, seven years later after I had filed for bankruptcy, maybe maybe less time than that. But all of a sudden, I was a good risk because I had a home and I was zero. I was debt free. I had no credit cards. I was paying everything in cash. I was saving 30% of my income in, in investments accounts. I was doing really well. And I had investments for my kids' college. So I was, I mean, you know, and our mortgage was getting paid off. I mean, I, I was as amazing how much money I had, right? And my husband and I always kept our money separate and I would pay a percentage of bills and he would pay a percentage of bills. And I said to him, I paid like daycare and daycare was really huge, but he'd always get upset because, oh, you're not paying the mortgage. And I'm like, oh, I'm paying everything else. So we actually sat down and went through the numbers, crunched the numbers, and he saw that I was paying more than my fair share in percentages. And it got me thinking, you know, working with finances, I was at Social Security at the time, and, you know, I was helping people plan their retirement. And I was shocked to see how many people, especially widows that came in that had no clue what the money budget was and that they had debt. I mean, I was like astounding, right? And you know, I had read the book, The Richest Man in Babylon. One of my clients had given that to me, um, told me to read that book. Like when I first started working at Social Security, like in 1991 is when I got hired. So it's probably 92. And I realized, you know what? This percentage thing really makes a difference. So I sat down and I looked at my, my money. I looked at my income and my expenses and what I was budgeting for all the different things for the four walls. And I was like, wow, I put away over 30% in retirement and I didn't want to do it, right? My husband's like, no, you need to do it because you're going to want to retire and just think about this. So I I stayed on track, but then I would spend all my money on all the things that I needed and I just felt empty. And this 0% credit card offer came in the mail and I was like, Wow, 0%. And I remember looking at it and I was just like, this can help me so much. 
I can do so many things with it. So I got the 0% credit card and I started buying things that I wanted. I redid my family room. I got new furniture. I bought these beautiful white Italian leather sectional couches that I absolutely love and adore and still have. I got beautiful Amnish made furniture. I started remodeling the bathrooms. And then, you know, I didn't make a plan. I just kept racking up all this debt on these 0% saying, oh, oh, it'll come, you know, I'll, I'll pay it off. I'll pay it off. Made just the minimum payment, right? Not realizing that I was trying to fill the pain inside of me from having abortions, not connecting the fact that when I was growing up, my mom always said, you have to borrow from Peter to pay Paul. And so here I am hiding this, this spending issues. I'm telling my husband that I'm using all of my overtime money. And my plan was to work overtime to pay off the credit cards, but it never happened. I couldn't break the cycle. I was, it was in an emotional spending cycle that I had created for myself. And it was almost like gambling. So here I am racking up all these credit card debts. By this time, I had seven 0% credit cards and I kept transferring the balances to extend the time and I would pay like a 3% fee. But in reality, when the interest hit, I mean, like some of the interest rates were, I was paying $150 a month. I'm like, oh no, 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 I'm not going to do that. So I would leverage the debt and play this gambling game, never paying off anything. Why? Not even understanding that all the things that I was charging, I had the money for it, but I wasn't paying attention to money. I kept pushing money away because I didn't feel valuable. I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel, I felt like I was this poor person who didn't know how to control money. I read a thing once that said, if you give someone, if you give someone a thousand dollars and they don't know how to manage it, giving them $10,000 isn't going to make a difference. And I realized that, why don't I know how to manage money? I know how to. That wasn't the problem. I worked with budget. I had Susie Orsman and Dave Ramsey training. I had all kinds of things that I knew all about budgets, but I hated the word budget because it restricted me and it kept me captive and I didn't like to be controlled. And then I realized I was soothing something every time I striped, every time I swiped that credit card. And I got that purchase. I didn't have to wait. I could get it now. And my need was being filled, but I didn't know what that need was. When I sat down and I looked at my credit card and I was like, oh my, I couldn't even total them up. I was scared to death. I remember the first time I added up all the credit cards. So if you have credit cards, if you have debt, even loans or whatever, I'm going to take this challenge, do this, take all of your credit cards. Get the minimum amount due, the balances, the interest rate. If they have a 0% interest rate, find out when that matures, right? Put them in order, smallest to largest. This is the snowball, paying off your snow, your credit cards, using snowball, your loans, whatever, right? Add up the minimum monthly payment due. That becomes part of your, your expense, your budget sheet, right? And then add up the balances, and you may be shocked. I was in tears because the total was over $100,000. And I was like, what? I have $100,000 worth of debt? And I was so full of anxiety and I'm so nervous because remember, I hid this from my husband. I didn't tell anybody. Very secretive. I was really good at hiding. And I looked and I was just like, oh my God, this is awful. And I the the, the, the chest just tightened and 
I was like, what have I done? Okay. And that's all I looked at for weeks. All I thought about was, oh my God, I got to work more. I got to work more. I need another job. So I got into online coaching. And then I kept taking classes and I kept using those 0% credit cards to invest in certification programs. I became an aromatherapist. I became a certified financial coach with ULA. I became you know, a life coach with ULA and I kept paying ULA and other coaches. I wrote a, I wrote a book. I paid an author's coach to get my niche because I couldn't figure it out. I became a health and fitness coach. I grew two MLM company businesses, right? Starting to get all these multiple income streams coming in, realizing I had... I was always in sales of some sort. I remember in 1994, I became an Avon independent rep and I had that income stream coming in. Um, But I didn't want to sell anyone else's products anymore. I was just like, why am I doing all this for commissions? You know, and I got into affiliate marketing and like I would get, you know, I would was an affiliator for Amazon and, you know, other people's products where I would share it and they would, you know, they would use my link. I would get a little kickback and it was great, but People got sick of me sharing all my stuff, right? But I needed money. I needed money so desperately because I had all this debt. And money and I weren't talking. We were friends. We were like, you know what? You're never there for me. Why isn't there enough? And every time I would look at my paycheck, I had everything on auto draw going into my investments, realizing, I mean, I knew I had set 30% aside for, for retirement investments. But because I couldn't touch it, I didn't pay attention to it. And it used to make me so angry. And I get so frustrated being like, why don't I have enough? Why can't I enjoy this? Let me just go swipe, swipe, swipe. And every time I would pay off one credit card, I would celebrate and be like, yes, six more to go. And then I would rack it up because I would get another 0% credit card. And then I remember just being immersed in Dave Ramsey's program and calling up my um, credit card companies after I paid off the balance and telling them to cut it off, just just shut it off. I cut up, I have a whole jar. Do I have it with me? I don't know if I moved it with me or not, but I had this glass jar with all my cut up credit cards. And after this cycle went on and on for years, I remember thinking, I need help. I cannot do this on my own. Why do I keep racking up debt? And I kept hiring coaches and I kept knowing that money was an issue, but I kept charging these things. And I didn't want to hire a financial coach because I knew so many. I didn't want them to know that I was a phony, right? I didn't feel worthy enough. I could not work with them. So I was working with my one coach who had other coaches and she had this money unit. And I went into the money unit and this coach came in and she did this weird thing where you wrote on a white beam and you connected with money. and you know, I was like, oh, well, that was different. And she doesn't know me from anybody. And I'm going to start following her. So I started following her, got into her free group and hired her. Well, it was $8,000 to work with her. And I was just like, it was 10,000 on a payment plan. And I'm like, I don't have that kind of money. But then I remembered I had this credit card and it was all cut up. And if I can just access that credit card and get a 0% offer, I can pay this off in six months because she's going to help me and I'm going to end up being a multimillionaire. Scariest thing I ever did. I'm like, really, Lisa, you're going to use credit card debt to pay off when you've been running around. And like, you know, at this point I had like five credit cards paid off and I was so close, you know, getting to those higher balances and I was doing such a good job of not using them. 
but I knew something was missing. And if I could just get this break, if I could just get this one thing and realize why I kept using 0% credit cards, then I would know. Yeah, I'm saving money on interest rates. I'm leveraging debt to work for me. But really, not if I keep racking it up, what's that truly all about? And at this point, I had been sharing my story. You know, I'd shared it live in a Facebook group of 7,000 ladies, crying my eyes out. And I started going on people's podcasts, sharing my story, and it was getting easier. But I never connected. Having abortions would mess with my money. And, you know, there's over a million women a year that have abortions. 94%, they say, is because of finances. And when I realized, is there a connection? There's so many layers that we hide from, you know? Is there a connection? Is this why I'm not leveling up? Is this why, am I pushing money away? Do I not know? Can I not be a good steward? So realizing that something needed to be done, I went, got on a call with this coach and Heidi Carter is her name. And I, and she has a podcast to Sacred Money, I think it's called. Um, but she took me through an hour and a half session where we did this huge thing. And I was just like, that was the weirdest time I'd ever spent. Totally different approach than any other coach I had connected with. And then she let me be. And I, I didn't do anything for two weeks. And I thought about it. And I thought, can she help me? Is this really worth the investment? And what if it doesn't work? Then where am I going to be? And I had faith in her and I, I don't know what it was, um, but I knew she can help me. And she did. She used art. She used painting. She sent me this beautiful um, canvas and two books. And I did this money thing and I rewrote my money story. And it was the most powerful thing I'd ever done, getting inside of my own head, getting in through, working through my emotions. I combined my aromatherapy with my coaching, budgeting business, my, my financial business. I, you know, looked at Richest Man in Babylon. I looked at Susie Orsman's books. I looked at Dave Ramsey's books and I compiled all of that information while I was going through her program and painting and really drawing out. But one of the most powerful sessions I had with her was drawing my debt. And I took black paint and I drew a brick wall and I cried and I cried and it was so thick and it was so dense. And I knew that I was never going to break through it. And then she told me to grab a different paint color. And she told me to draw out all the things I did with my paint, with my uh, debt. And as I was painting and I was drawing what I had spent the money on, I, I was shocked. I was like, wow, I did good things with my money, with this debt. I remodeled my home. I bought cars. For myself and my children, I, I bought um, new furniture, right? I went on trips. I paid for education. I didn't just blow this. I wasn't blowing it on dinners and drinks and this and that. I wasn't buying clothes. I was really doing something good. And the next most powerful thing she did is now look at your assets. Subtract your debt from your assets. You're still a millionaire. You're still a multimillionaire. 
And those words, I'll never forget them. And I looked at the paper and I just cried a river. I just cried and cried and cried. I was sobbing. I was so happy. All those years of saving 30% of my income, I had no clue that I was a millionaire, multimillionaire, no clue because I never paid attention. And realizing that I had leveraged debt, I was getting ready to retire. I was thinking about taking an early out after I stopped, after my coaching session ended with Heidi, I was looking for a new coach. And one of the last things Heidi told me was, get access to your investment money, pay off your debt. And I needed permission from my spouse because it was a retirement account to take a loan out. But then this opportunity came for me to retire early. And once I retired, I had full access. And I sat down with my husband and I told him, this is where I'm at. This is what I've done. This is how I've worked through it. This is my vision. I'm going to take my money and I'm going to pay off this debt. And I'm never going to be in debt again. I'm going to leverage debt to help me utilize and maximize my investments. Because if I can borrow something at 0% to invest in a coaching program that's $10,000, why am I going to take $10,000 out of my investment account that's earning a 10% interest rate? It doesn't make any sense. And then when I have these multiple income streams coming in, I know I'm always going to be ahead of the game. But I have to be careful because the old me hates debt. The old me wants to get into the habit of just swiping 0% credit cards and, and using that to soothe what I did, to soothe the shame and guilt that doesn't ever go away. It's always going to be there. And it's okay because it serves me. Every emotion matters. Every single thing we feel matters. Don't ever ignore your emotions. Don't stuff them. Don't bury it. And some of you might not want to share your story of having abortions. I totally get that. I hid, I would, I refused to tell. I swore I would never tell. I made that promise to myself at 16. But it wasn't until I shared my story that I was able to step forward and help other women post-abortion. Business coaches who want to get to the next level and can't because they know something, they know they're stuck, but they don't know what it is. And just maybe, just maybe. This is it. And if it isn't, that's okay too. You're never going to know until you direct message me. Let's have that conversation. Get into the program. I have a course, an online course. It's $27. It's all about getting out of debt. In three weeks, I paid off $3,000 of credit card debt. How do you ask? I changed my perspective about money. I asked myself, why? Why do I want to be debt-free? Why? And then I made a plan. Mill and I, if you're watching us on YouTube, you're going to see Mill. We have our coffee date once a week. Mill and I sat down and we made a plan to pay off debt and to leverage debt to our advantage. So now I have healthy debt. I love debt. I have a mortgage. It's at 4%. My money, I could pay it off tomorrow if I wanted to. But my money in my investment account is working for me. In one week, I made $20,000 in my investments. And I'm always looking for new investments. Real estate is a great investment. I used to be a real estate paralegal. I know, right? You got to choose the right spot. You got to choose the right thing to invest in. 
I've invested in the best coach for me at this point in my life, the best coach. I know she has the tools that are going to help me explode to seven figures. My dream is to live abundantly on 10% and give away 90%. And I can't wait till that dream is fulfilled. I date money is all about partnering with money so that you can create limitless abundance. So you can tap into your financial genius and stop procrastinating, stop playing the blame game. Start focusing on what you can do and start living the life you're meant to live. Because it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it that matters. Hey, hey, hashtag I date money. Go out there and do all the things. It doesn't matter how much you make. It's what you do with it. Follow the show. Give a review. Give us some star ratings and share it with all the courageous business coaches you know who are ready to partner with money.